eventually, when all you do is copy the trends, that catches up to you. Even if you can copy it well, which, which Meta has done historically well for a long time, eventually that catches up with you when you're not creating new things. Uh, and I just thought that, that was a really interesting identification. Welcome to the Social Media Church Podcast. I'm Neil Smith, joined by my co-host and good friend, Aaron Magnuson. Aaron, the Texan. That's Aaron, true. it's good to be with you. Uh, I, I am a Texan now, uh, and we are good friends. And we're both wearing trucker hats at it the is, moment. It is that, uh, so, that watching, so it's wintertime, and so it's not yeah. the season. If, uh, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, you can check out our trucker hats uh, together. Yes. Um, yes. You're, I'm, you're, I'm in hat mode right now, Aaron. Yeah. I've been, uh, I, I think it's maybe winter time or. Yeah, you've been uh, sledding over the weekend. Was sledding over the weekend, but yeah, I'm in full, full hat mode. Uh, and I've been like buying hats. I just bought one of the, uh, I forget what the new like style is, but it's like the blocked hats. Uh, but. Ooh, anyways, I've not heard of that. I'm going to have to Google that. who's one of my favorite YouTubers, okay. uh, just put out some merch. And he uh, he had a uh, a hat style that I've been eyeing. And I was like, oh, that gives me an excuse to buy uh, yeah. one of those hats. Absolutely. So, I, I, though, Aaron, has, have a question for you, personal question. Okay. We're going to talk in this episode of the podcast about our uh, recommended focus social networks apps to yes. – for churches to focus on this year. So we want to talk about that, but I got a personal question. We are okay. less than two weeks away from Super Bowl. Ooh. I've noticed on your Instagram that you've got a good friend in the Super Bowl. I do. Can you, can you talk about that? What, yeah. how, how in the world are you, yeah. where, where does this relationship come from? <laughs> uh, that's, that's true. I, 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 it is almost the Super Bowl. I'm glad you're going here. Cause I am remaining a LA Rams fan uh, in Dallas. Grew up a Broncos fan because uh, in Oregon, we don't have a professional sports team. Uh, my dad lived in Denver, just brought that culture to our house. We grew up Denver fans. And then when we moved to LA, I was like, well, my first my first city, might as well, might as well take the team here. And I was not going to be a Chargers fan. Uh, they can leave LA. Um, but so the so Rams- you, I didn't, This is news to me. I didn't know you sold out on the Broncos. So well, you're no longer and, and, a Broncos and, guy. And by so- I wouldn't say no longer. Like they would come second. So like I, I, I'm a Broncos supporter. I'm in too deep, too many tears lost, too, too much, too much vested interest uh, in the Broncos to not still care. But if the Rams and the Broncos are playing, I would cheer for the Rams. Uh, okay. So every every weekend, my my dad and my brother, we have a group chat going. That's how we stay connected. Uh, they are still very much Broncos fans, but but they're, they're, they'll be cheering for the Rams. They're they're happy that the Rams are there. So part of the reason that we're Rams fans is because my wife could not care less about football, which is super healthy for me uh, because football was just that's my whole life growing up. Um, yep. and, uh, and so even though my wife was a division one athlete, almost, you know, if she would have stayed on her course, she would have played in the Olympics, uh, for volleyball, all of those things. She just doesn't like watching sports. So she's an athlete herself only wants to play it, but she has a tiny bit of vested interest when she knows somebody. And so we both graduated from Oregon state university. And so at the time of, uh, 2016, we were watching Hard Knocks. The Rams were on Hard Knocks because they had just yep. moved to LA. We were still living in Oregon at this point, but I had three former teammates on the team. Johnny Hecker, who's the, the highest paid punter in the NFL. Uh, Brandon Cooks, who you care about now because he's yep. with the Texans. Yep. Uh, and at the time, the backup quarterback, who's now in Minnesota, Sean Mannion. Um, and so... 
uh, Megan was like, oh, I, I'll watch this. And then they Amazon Prime came out with their version after Hard Knocks. So we like followed the whole 2016 Rams team. And so when we moved down to LA, Megan, if she cared about football at all, it would be the Rams. And so I was like, you know what? I, I heard a Bob Goff quote one time talking about the more things you can have in common with your spouse, the healthier that's going to be. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to punt on the Broncos. We're going to be because we can actually talk about at least a little bit more than yeah. we would before the Rams. Uh, yeah. So became a Rams fan. And now they're in the Super Bowl. So Johnny Hecker and I played together uh, in college. And so uh, I have a vested interest in how the Rams do. I was able to see him at training camp, which is kind of fun before we left LA, saw him at the beginning yeah. of the season, went and watched practice is got to catch up with his family um and so it's it's just fun watching them go through it and knowing all the sacrifices they made he had another kid in the off season and so it was really hard on his wife being a two-kid household with him being at training camp and so to see hopefully it pay off in the super bowl uh this year would be really cool obviously he lost to the the patriots the when a, a few yeah. years ago when he was there so hopefully we can get it going this year um, but but I'm just hoping for a good game. I really like Joe Burrow too. So Nils, do you have, do you do you care at all uh, about what's going to happen here? No, I the Joe Burrow story though is just such a good so story. Cool. <laughs> and as a Texans fan who's who's watching my team struggle so bad yes. and having watched the Bengals be so bad yes. for so long to get yes. a high draft pick, get a QB, and like go from terrible to Super yeah. Bowl pretty much overnight. Um, it's just such a great story. Um, it so gives you I mean, hope. at the end of the day, I, I though, you know, you're giving me reason though, to cheer for the Rams. Yeah. Uh, the Rams have had a rough road as well, yeah. uh, in, in many ways and, uh, and gotten close and then not. And, and I think both stories are good stories, but, uh, yes. yeah, new we, blood we, in the Super Bowl. That's all I care about. Tom Brady's not there. Uh, all of those things. So, you know, new, new things, but, and so the question now nails, I think, for 2022 is, is there new blood in the social media water or are we going to with a tried and true, like with a Tom Brady's of social media for 2022? You pitched this question. Nils and I have not yeah. talked about this yet. So I don't I know not. what he's going to say. I actually had yeah. coincidentally a really interesting conversation today pertaining to this, uh, loosely pertaining to this. So it's fitting that Nils yeah. is like, hey, let's talk about this. But Nils, open it up. Uh, new, new blood in the social media water for 2022 yeah. or are we sticking with tried and true? So I, I'm going to go tried and true. Okay. And, and I'm going to give uh, an opinion here. And then I have, and then I want you to give your opinion. And okay. I have some secondary here okay. uh, that I think are important to throw in. Yes. Um, and because I'm thinking about this all the time. Yep. But, but I think the most important social network uh, to prioritize in 2022 is YouTube. Now, I have often said YouTube is not a social network, it is a right. search engine, it is yes. a video platform. Uh, and that is true, and it has a social element. Uh, but I think if you put it in the category of social networks, I believe the most important digital platform for churches to focus on and continue to develop and prioritize from a social media landscape standpoint, it, it is YouTube. Um, and so, and it's not just the what I'm not saying, and I do think churches should use yep. the community functionality and some of those other things. That's really not the primary use. It's really taking your sermon content yep. and distributing it most effectively on YouTube yep. as a primary distribution platform as YouTube is something people are watching on their televisions, something they're watching on their phones. It's just so accessible. It's a search engine where people are going to find your church. Yep. People are going to easily share it. Yep. Uh, it's just getting so much engagement. And, and I think churches have historically thought, if I'm going to be on TV, 
you've got to be like a really like a mega church. Only a yeah. handful of churches can be on TV. Where now right. every church right. starts with TV um, in in many ways. Uh, and you think about how many people are not engaged on a week weekly basis uh, physically in your church body, but yet YouTube creates that opportunity from a worship experience standpoint to create the engagement. And so I just am a believer that if I'm going to put my eggs in one basket in 2022, YouTube is going to be that basket that I'm going to most put the majority of my creative energy, sweat equity, uh, you know, whatever you, whatever you might say, Um, even even advertising resources behind. Uh, I think YouTube is the platform to prioritize. Uh, so yeah, that's that's my opinion. Okay, I I hope some of our listeners are calling you a cheater right now. With uh, I, I don't know that we can I don't know that we can quantify YouTube okay. as social media. So Nils, we're gonna have to circle back on that. Yep. But I do appreciate you saying that because I do think um, I'm trying to transparently, I'm trying to find a way to disagree with you more, Nils. It's really hard to do because you're just such a likable guy. I feel like Jay Cranda was so good at, at, at disagreeing with you. And, and our audience, I feel like, would, would benefit from us disagreeing more. Um, but the truth is, we're just on the same brainwave so often. And I, I YouTube is just like almost a given at this point. Like that's that's the TV network. And for me, I'm hearing this question and I'm thinking, okay, well, what social network do I want to use to promote my TV network, which is YouTube? Yeah. Um, yeah. And what what is the social media platform that's going to drive people to where I actually want them, which is YouTube? So you're not wrong. I think the majority of our effort needs to be put on YouTube and all of my conversations uh, since hanging out with Shoreline and now being here at Shoreline is predominantly around the weekend service, which is married directly to YouTube to the point where, and I'm going to get to what I think in a second, but to the point where um, YouTube, uh, like we're talking about shutting down our, our, and this is not necessarily for everybody. It's our demographic. We're talking about shutting down Facebook because it's just like, um, in terms of live streaming and just really putting all of the eggs in the basket um, yes. of YouTube because it's just a distraction sideways energy when you have people in different places. Again, for our context, that's not a recommendation, but I'm just saying the magnet, I'm trying to make a point on the magnitude of YouTube. It, it is just, it kills so many birds with one stone. Yeah. It's a search engine. It's a, it's a hosting platform for your live weekend services, for on-demand weekend services, for community building. It creates an easy access to getting people into your next steps. You know, if you have a texting system, if you have a discord server that you want them to go into if you wherever you're trying to get your community youtube does that so well so but we also want to be directing traffic there via short form which does happen on uh, the traditional social media platforms and yeah i I would also go tried and true go with the tom brady i mean if tom brady was in the super bowl i'd be betting on tom brady um and i i just really believe that the tom brady of social medias right now is is instagram um now I will say this, and this it goes to the conversation that I was having. I don't think I have anything new to say on Instagram, like for all the reasons that we've ever historically said, and because like the widest range of the demographic that attends your church is on Instagram. That is why you should focus most of your attention on Instagram, in my opinion. Uh, now, the reason it's Tom Brady and not Patrick Mahomes um, to, to carry out this football analogy would be um, that I do think, you know, 
even the younger generation, like even Instagram is starting to feel more like Facebook in the sense that, and this is the conversation I was in today, Nils, and I'm curious to hear maybe your thoughts on this. Um, But, and the person I was talking to is 21. He's a graphic designer for us, very into TikTok, obviously all of these things. And he's not an Instagram hater by any means. Sam, I'm going to give Sam a shout out. Uh, My new buddy, my desk mate, uh, Sam. But what Sam was talking about is he's like, eventually when all you do is copy the trends that catches up to you even if you can copy it well which which meta has done historically well for a long time eventually that catches up with you when you're not creating new things Uh, and i just thought that that was a really interesting identification that now even instagram it's not they're not creating new things they're trying yep. to do existing things that other people are doing. They're trying to do it better. And that just you, you that's a losing game, uh, in my opinion. And so it, that, that's kind of like Tom Brady getting older. So, yes, tried and true Instagram, Tom Brady, you still got to be there. The majority of the people are there. It's not a new skill that people have to learn. Be on reels, be innovating with Instagram, but also be understanding Instagram is aging and it looks more like Tom Brady than it does Patrick Mahomes. But I'm curious your thoughts on, on just kind of what Sam brought up in a conversation we had today. Yeah, you know, and that and that's exactly the thought I had is when I was immediately going to what is what is the best best social network, and and I do feel like I, I cheated on YouTube, <laughs> uh, but, I, but I feel like I had to lead with that because I yeah. do think that it's just undervalued still, yes. and I think so many uh, ministries will sometimes feel like I missed the boat on this, and and it, it's old. And it's not like, I think that's the beauty of YouTube is it is old in the world of YouTube, in the world of social media, but it isn't aging like MySpace age or like Facebook aged or like Twitter aged. It really did is aging um, in, in grow and just has grown and grown and grown and grown. And I think it's going to just keep growing. And so I think it's just such a powerful platform in that way. Now that said, I do think you're kind of in between Instagram and TikTok. Yes. uh, And I think it depends on your audience. It's it's interesting though, Mm -hmm. to your point, I feel like I have often been telling ministries don't ignore Facebook uh, because Mm. it still has good engagement. I kind of feel like now, now we're almost past that threshold where it's like, okay, maybe it's okay to ignore Facebook uh, because that, that engagement really is dwindling. Now, I think the advantage to Facebook is groups still. Uh, but but I yes. just, you know, and I'm looking at my own personal engagement. I'm looking at the engagement of people that I talk to. Mm-hmm. Um, in many ways, people are going there for to get into a specific group or they're going into Facebook to maybe even check birthdays totally or 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 the marketplace right. so there's some some marketplaces is high yeah niches that people are going great. to facebook for but they're not just hanging out on facebook where instagram no. and tiktok is where they're killing time and being entertained now yes. the side of tiktok is it's kind of like youtube from a from a social standpoint you're more consuming content you're not engaging socially yeah. with other people there's a comment thread but it's not about the social community engagement yes. like you'll find. And that's what Facebook really does in Facebook groups is it's yes. really about community. So there's like a whole diversity of platforms then that I'm I'm really thinking about now of totally. Discord. It's something you and I talk about a lot of. I think yes. Discord has huge possibilities and potential to really yes. build community. Twitter has actually, I think, seen a resurgence. Honestly, we're not in a political season right now. We're about to go yeah. into another one in, in America. Um, but I think it's less political 
than it was before where i think people are actually spending more time you actually see a ton on instagram where it's screenshotted Mm -hmm. tweets and and i think you're seeing healthier drives me nuts let's pause there for a second does that does that drive you as nuts as it drives me when people are their only their only feed is just a a screenshot of twitter Now, as a as, as a social media marketing agency, it makes our world really easy because that's what oh. seems to perform really well. And uh, but yeah, it, it just seems creatively lazy. Yeah. Uh, but but at the end of the day, it works, and I think it speaks to that. You know what? Some sometimes people just want some simple text, yeah, um, inspiration, and they don't need a fancy motion graphic or. Uh, even a stylistic meme, they just need the words to cut through and speak to them. And so I think that's where Twitter is kind of like, man, maybe we overcomplicated this a little bit and we can do ministry on these platforms just by using our words yes. uh, more creatively. And so, yeah. so all that to say, I, I am in 100% agreement that for the majority of churches and ministries, your primary focus should be Instagram. Yeah. Um, and, and I think Instagram is going to keep developing. I'm, I've been really curious to see if and when Instagram creates groups um, yes. and, and what that looks like. Now, the way people are working around that is through private uh, Instagram accounts, and they're kind of using that like groups, uh, but that's not correct, really correct. a natural like in terms way. of posting, public posting, and then in the comments that's section. Right. Yeah, yeah. So I've got, I've got yeah. a few private accounts that, okay. that I follow that people shared with me, and it's kind of how we have these kind of like almost like a private group within uh within Instagram and only people that are invited to that account right. can even see that it exists. And so it functions like a Facebook group yep. um, within Facebook, within Instagram's ecosystem. Uh, I think Instagram will just see how people are doing that and, and kind of create a group experience within their platform based on how they've continued to innovate around totally. Facebook. Uh, that's my opinion. That's my guess. We'll, we'll see. Uh, but I do, I mean, I do think TikTok it should be your second um, to, you know, uh, to to Instagram, and so I think yes. Instagram needs your creative attention. But I think TikTok, yeah. TikTok is I think is the church's biggest opportunity to grow in twenty twenty two. Of you know, I, there's a there's a pastor that I work with in, in Texarkana, um, <laughs> and it's not who you would expect to be a right. huge TikTok pastor. He's probably in his mid fifties, I'm guessing. <laughs> um, and, Incredible, and, you know, he's a cowboy, and he's got hundreds of thousands of TikTok views. Um, and it's literally just, yeah. What's he doing? Perfect. What's he doing? Nils? Just literally, he's not doing anything. They're just cutting his sermon clips and posting it on TikTok. Oh, so even they're not even creating like TikTok third. first. No, not, it's, it's chopped off lower thirds and it's still performing really well. It's not wow. native TikTok trends. It's literally just sermon clips being repurposed to TikTok and it's getting hundreds of thousands of views. Wow. It's not rocket science. Totally. It, it's doing what we've done on Instagram already and yeah. moving that to yeah. TikTok. To TikTok. Right. We just feel like we have to be, I think we've got to we've got to do these dance videos or we're gonna catch these right. trends. Or that's all and we understand it to be. Idea, yeah. But it's like let's just take the good content we're already sure. creating. Uh, and and put that on TikTok, and then we'll figure out other things to do. So I think t- if you're not on TikTok in 2022, you need to be on TikTok. Yes. Um, and so much is localized too. I think people don't realize that about the algorithm of TikTok is you see a lot of things local from your community. Of the way they're I did not know things. this. 
I didn't know that. We're going to have to do it's some like, podcast nails to edu- educate myself uh, on, on all TikTok. things TikTok. But yeah, I do. I do agree. 2022 that this uh, is the year. My wife actually sent me, sent me a video, a TikTok <laughs> about TikTok, uh, about <laughs> churches, uh, where basically this person said, hey, youth pastors uh, that are, you know, telling your youth not to get on TikTok because it's a bunch of girls in bikinis. Yes. Um, it sends you that because of the algorithm. Yes. And basically saying, because you're looking at that, that's why it's showing it to you. Yes. Um, Yes. And that's the way their algorithm works. And so it is not just that. Now, that is there. And that is on Instagram. And that was on Facebook. And that was on MySpace. That's right. Yep. And it was on websites. It was on the internet when all that came out, right? right? Yep. And so, you know, I think at the end of the day, and it's been on Snapchat, I think. But yeah, I think it's Instagram. I think it's then TikTok, and then I think it's Twitter, Discord, Facebook. I mean, I think it is probably you can't be everywhere. I think you got to be smart. Yes, uh, but yeah, that's Twitter that's kind of my making that right comeback, now. and I I love that. I love that because Twitter <laughs> to me is it personally feels like the purest social network. Twitter is what yeah. social network is supposed to be. If you have an yes. irrelevant voice, it stays irrelevant. If you have a relevant voice. It gets to contribute to the conversation and your voice can become relevant based on how you socially interact with the rest of the people there. I I have always loved Twitter uh, ever since I've been on it. And I'm so glad to see that it is still relevant. Well, I actually, I should bring Sam on the podcast, to be honest. Uh, he, he's just a graphic designer, but he had some great, he was pointing out some accounts that are doing Twitter really well. This was all in our yeah. conversation today. So it's really convenient yeah. that we had that conversation. Yeah. Um, but he was talking about accounts that are not churches, but he's like, churches should be using yeah. accounts this way. And he was like, what I've noticed is even stuff that happens on TikTok, it gets big once the drama from TikTok, or excuse me, from, from Twitch, uh, he was talking yeah. about how Twitch is dying. Um, he's yeah. like, nothing happens on Twitch. It all gets moved to Discord and to Twitter from Twitch. Uh, and so I do think that there's a resurgence that's happening because of the pureness of Twitter. There's also just a, a relevance yeah. to the news and those sorts of things. But yeah, figuring out creative ways natively to yes. work Twitter uh, and even, even Discord. Um, and if you don't yeah. know how to do it, What's our classic line? There's somebody in your church that probably does, and they probably don't have facial hair, and you probably wouldn't trust them to drive your car, but they certainly know how to drive how to drive your Twitter account. Um, and so, yeah, I, I just love seeing some of these things that we were maybe two years ago talking about as dead. I mean, I actually think I remember the episode that you and Kenny Jang were on uh, on this podcast talking about how Twitter is dead, <laughs> like it's over. Uh, get off of Twitter churches. And now here we are in 2022 talking about, hey, you should figure out how to talk better on Twitter. And it could be, and for sure, uh, um, maybe not your brand account, figure that out. But you're, but you as a lead pastor, there's lots yeah. of great things that translate well as an individual on Twitter. Yes. Uh, yeah, I'm just but, excited about 2022. And, and two pastors I want to just put out there that I yeah. love following on Twitter. Uh, Rich Viotis here yes, in New York is just gold. Number one. Uh, on Twitter and Derwin Gray, uh, who we've Derwin. had here on, on our podcast. Yes. Both those guys are putting Legends. out such great content. And they're doing it differently, Twitter. by the way. So two great different examples. Oh, like they're doing different, yes. different, different styles. So you got to feel there. Yeah. Go ahead though. I feel like they resonate with me though. In two, in two unique ways of they're both are putting out spiritual yes. nuggets of gold. gold. Uh, they both also are sports fans. And so yes. I love watching, listening to them like, 
rich during a Knicks game uh, <laughs> and Derwin during a football game, you yes. know, just watching them or totally. just on a Sunday afternoon where he's, you know, uh, tweeting different things about totally. different football games that are going on and his unique perspective. Uh, and so I love that personal side of those leaders. Uh, but then at, at the end of the day, I think they have just mastered the art of the 140 character, you know, yep. gold nugget of ministry. Totally. So Nils, I, going back to TikTok, because I, since that is the up and comer yeah. that people are most curious about, I want to spend a little bit more time on there before we wrap this podcast. But um, I, the first question that comes to mind is, how is it different than Snap? Is it Snapchat? Has it passed the, some of those markers where Snapchat just peaked and then it was done? Like it's not done in terms of like being extinct, but it's done in terms of like you're not going to see growth there. Um, yeah. At least probably our the most of our audience is not going to see growth there. Um, how is it different than that? If it is, uh, and then kind of what was that marker and then what makes it different so that we can trust it (laughs) and that it is actually something that's worth investing in, in 2022. Yeah. It's such a good question. I think we're going to need to have several episodes and get people that really know TikTok. Well, now I'll tell you just some data points that that can be a bit deceiving with, with TikTok. Um, TikTok, even like a year and a half ago, two years ago was over a billion users, where I think Snapchat never really got past 300, 350 million. So wow. TikTok was already massive. Now, a lot of that is in China. Um, sure. And so you you have, you have you know, uh, I think so many of our audience is based in North America. Yes. Um, but so, so you have, you know, you had a kind of a core group that was a part of TikTok mm-hmm. even before it became mainstream here in America, but we saw American engagement grow so rapidly, especially during the pandemic. The average time though in the app is over an hour on TikTok. Think um, about that. And so it's like the it's shortest video different. content ever, but it's the longest yeah. retention rate. Wild. And it just is the way they built their algorithm to keep you engaged. And they they I mean I feel like they just learned so much from, you know, those dating apps of the swipe right or the swipe left. Yeah. And just like you just have this behavior of and I can just, cons- and you know, like if you're, if you've got two minutes, you can do TikTok. If you've got two hours, you can do TikTok yeah. and you're going to get a lot. And so it really, I think is, is, is such a well-engineered app. Now, the big hurt that I think that, that church leaders had is the question around data and what they're doing with the data. Um, I think those are still unanswered. Uh, but I think the question of whether it's going to be shut down in America like we saw maybe a year ago, or there's some debates of, is this going to get shut down? I think that day has passed. Okay. Um, and so I don't think it will get shut down. I do think there are still data questions. Now, I think this is not just TikTok, though. I think this is every social network. Uh, right. I think this is Google. I think this yes. is Amazon. I think this is every tech company is capturing our data and using our data totally. for their business purposes. 100%. Uh, I don't think TikTok is doing anything bad with our data. They actually, I think it's part of why their app is so good is they take the data and create a custom experience for me that is unique, so unique to me. That's what Google has done. They make a unique search experience for me and I'm going to keep giving them my data because they make my life easier when I give them data. They they use it for my good Um, and they use it for their own good to make money to sell out. Can I tell and you how so Google failed me awful. this weekend, Nels? Just tell pause me. here for a second. 
Yeah. I there was a shirt style. I was shopping with Megan. I got to get. I'm in Dallas now. I got to get this new style figured out. And this this church is heavy into fashion, so they could. They're like my wife. Yeah. They don't care about sports, which is super yeah. healthy for me. Funny. But I can't keep up in conversation. But I don't want to look like an idiot, and I'm not giving up Crocs either. So that and that by the way, that's not looking like an idiot. Um, I got, that, I got my that, Crocs on right now. Yeah, see, up. look at, okay, yeah, go to YouTube. You can see our trucker hats and Crocs. I'm not wearing Crocs today. I'm wearing some Air Force Ones. But um, yeah. all that to be said, I'm, I'm shopping and I can't, there's a certain style that I'm trying to describe to Megan of a shirt that I want. Uh, turns out it's a, it's a hipster style shirt. I, I, I have a long torso. I hate it when I dry my shirts and there's midriff. It's just awful. You don't want to see anything that's going on under there, right? But, so I'm trying to remember it and I've searched for this before. So I go to Google and I type in men's shirt styles, hoping that they would know me well enough to pitch yeah. me. I'm, I'm asking yeah. to be served up. And they didn't. Yeah. They did not take advantage of that. So I was very frustrated. And Megan goes, and this is what made me think of what you were saying. Megan goes, you're the only person in America, Aaron, that wanted Google, that is happy that Google knows you so well, and then is disappointed yeah. when they don't know you that well. Um, that's so that's, that's what happened to me over the yeah. weekend. Google failed me. Well, you just need to give them, put cameras all in your house. Now, so that would have helped. You would see your body. Uh, then they would in, know. They would know oh, very quickly. Oh, hipster shirt for that guy. Um, Sweatshirts yeah. and hipster shirts. <laughs> maybe they're actually kind of hinting at like, maybe you shouldn't go uh, that oh, direction. Man. It looks good on oh, everyone man. else in Shoreline City. I, I remember, and I as we wrap up this podcast, yeah. we, Shoreline City just celebrated 10 years, did, uh, which yeah. is so special. Huge. Uh, and such a big time for you to you to be there in the life yeah. of the church. Uh, but our, Katie and I were talking about it and just, you know, we were there, uh, it was probably five, six years ago that we mm-hmm. were there and part of the life of the church. And we felt so old uh, there at church. I was probably, you know, I'm 41 now. You were in your uh, 30s. So I would have been 35, 36. Bro. I'm 30 um, right now. And I, yeah, it's like, all right, married eight years, two kids, you know, I'm yeah. by my coffin and we, today. And we came from Hillsong. That was a younger church, but it was <laughs> right. like next level young, uh, at, at uh, Shoreline City. And so really that, uh, that we love Shoreline City yep. love, uh, celebrating 10 years. And, but I, I know exactly what you're talking about with the style there. There is a specific Shoreline yeah. City style that i <laughs> totally. wish i was cool enough uh to, to wear yeah uh and pull off and so i'm, I'm proud of you going thank going you mid-trip. i'm trying uh, you know we're gonna your, find out but i'm not giving my yeah, crocs we'll up see. you guys can don't, you guys don't give can up the crocs uh, uh, the crocs no. that's right i need more pairs so if anybody wants to buy me more pairs my birthday's coming up um yeah Anyways, wrapping up all tick, all things TikTok in 2022, um, and 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 helping you guys on board as well as continuing best practices, and and it's certainly a series on YouTube. Um, but yeah, I, I agree, Nils. We need to take ground, uh, and there's a great opportunity that we have. And I will say this: even even a, a very young church like Shoreline City, we are still not executing uh, barely at all on TikTok, and yeah. so this is very new. This isn't, you know, proven, but but we're here for you. Nils is your social media guide. This podcast can guide you on social media um, to help you figure out the things that you don't know. We can tell you where to jump in. Uh, we're going to do all that research for you, uh, and it, it's going to be a great year. 2022 is going to be a great year for online church, for church on social media, uh, as we continue to take ground all around the world. Agreed. Agreed. Well, Aaron, it was fun. 
and we will have yeah. a lot more fun in 2022 a lot more, a lot more conversations yes. to come a lot of great interviews ahead uh so thanks everyone uh, for listening stay tuned and we will have lots more to come uh, in the coming weeks we'll talk to you soon <laughs>